0: Hello Dick. Hi boys. We'll get to the Super Bowl. So much to talk about ahead of, uh, well, Sunday your time, Monday our time. But I just want to start with the NBA and the fallout, Dick, of this massive trade between the Brooklyn Nets and the Dallas Mavericks. So Kyrie Irving joining Luka Doncic there at Dallas. What's been, I guess, the overall reaction to this and, uh, well, the fallout for both teams and I guess also the Lakers?
1: well yeah that 's the overall reaction it has to do with Kyrie Irving and also the Lakers, more so than even the Mavericks. The Mavericks are kind of the third story on this in all this uh... Kyrie forcing his way out, just kind of doubling down that that guy is uh, a French fry short of a Happy Meal. There's no question about that. And uh, the Lakers not getting him, which I thought was a, a perfect fit because the Lakers had to do something to become championship contenders. They're not going to even come close to a championship with their current roster. Kyrie may or may not have pushed them up to that level. I think the one thing that gave them a chance is the fact that... That the western conference is so wide open and that's when we get to dallas i mean that's what mark cuban is thinking the owner of the dallas mavericks the very outspoken owner of the dallas mavericks he's thinking all right hey i got all the way the western conference finals last year without kyrie irving i think i can win the western conference and go to the and go to the nba finals maybe not win the whole thing but i can get to the nba finals with kyrie irving it all has to do with how he and Luka Doncic get along. I mean, get along off the court, get along on the court. Luka's a you know a pretty mellow guy. He should be able to uh, to handle Kyrie all all right. And I, I certainly think Dallas's chances of winning the West are better now than they were last week. But Kyrie is such a wild card that you have really no idea how he's going to impact that team.
0: Dick, what about LeBron? When does he break this record?
1: Boy. You know, it's interesting because he can break it any night he wants, right? When LeBron James wants to score 36 points, he can score 36 points. If he wants to break it tonight, he'll break it tonight. If he wants to wait for a (laughs) higher-profile game on Thursday against the Milwaukee Bucks, then I wouldn't be surprised if he just settles with, you know, 28, 30 (laughs) points tonight and then breaks it in that much higher-profile game in Los Angeles on Thursday. So, I mean, you think about... The, the, pri- the, the tickets to get in right now, the get-in price on Thursday night is $500 at the Staples Center. That's just the lowest get-in price, five to $600. So LeBron really holds a lot of power in his hand because do you want to buy that ticket right now in hopes that you're getting a two or $3,000 ticket? If LeBron James doesn't score 36 tonight, mm-hmm. or if he does score 36, all of a sudden that $600 ticket's worth about 100 bucks. <laughs> so it'll be interesting.
2: So is, is the game today away, is it? It's not at home? Yeah. Ah, right, yep. Well, he probably wants to break it at the Staples Center. Oh, that was, I suppose a record like that, it doesn't really matter where you break it,
1: as long as you break it. No, there's no question. I mean, he's going to break it. He's going to continue to uh, put up points. He's going to have 43, 44,000 points by the time it's all said and done. And, you know, he's just absolutely a remarkable talent. And I, I was incorrect. Tonight's is at the Staples Center uh, as well as Thursday yep. nights. I, uh, I had to okay, double check on that. But uh, the, the prices for that Thursday night game are going to be absolutely off the charts if he doesn't break it tonight and because it's against Giannis in Milwaukee.
2: Hmm. Um Let's talk Super Bowl. What's the biggest storyline heading into the game? Is it Patrick Mahomes' ankle?
1: I think it's Patrick Mahomes' legacy. Uh, I think what Patrick Mahomes can do for his legacy uh, as potentially a multiple-time MVP and a multiple-time Super Bowl champion. I think what Andy Reid can do for his legacy, cementing further into the uh, the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's already in the Hall of Fame, but cementing himself potentially now. There will be national pundits talking about Andy Reid being a top five all-time coach in, in uh, the NFL if he wins this game. I think, the yes, the injuries to both quarterbacks. Uh, I'm actually more interested in the injury to Jalen Hurts because I think there's much more mystery surrounding the injury to Jalen Hurts. I think we saw what Patrick Mahomes was two weeks ago, and we assume that he's going to be better two weeks later as his ankle will heal. He was Absolutely capable of playing two weeks ago. Now, he wasn't 100% Patrick Mahomes, but he was 70% Patrick Mahomes. Can he be 90% Patrick Mahomes this week? If he can, the Chiefs are going to win this football game.
0: Well, the line at the moment, well, the Eagles holding favoritism still minus one and a half with us uh, here at Tab. Uh, I, I guess uh, I reckon a lot of pros will probably be on Philly and a lot of. Uh, well, the public will probably be will look at this game and go, "What oh, do I get, Patrick Mahomes as an underdog?" Yes, please.
1: Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes as an underdog or a short favorite is is uh, massively covers the spread. I mean, uh, upwards into the seventy percent range. Where Patrick Mahomes struggles to cover the spread is when he's a touchdown or more favorite, which he certainly is not here. Um, the The line it moved a lot at the very beginning, and it swung heavily from Kansas City. To Philadelphia at the very beginning. It has not moved a lot since. I mean, in the first, it came out, I saw books where it came out as Kansas City minus one. And both the public and the pros took that the other way to as much as I believe two and a half points for Philadelphia. And it's kind of settled in over the last 24, 48 hours. I haven't seen it move off one and a half. I got it at one and a half yesterday when I did my show at the, uh, at the casino in Tacoma. So I got Kansas City plus one and a half. Did not put a lot of money on it, guys, because, you know, th- I'm, I, there's other wagers I like better than the side in this game, but uh, I, I do think that Jalen Hurts' injury, we have not seen the real Jalen Hurts since he was injured, and we may not see the real Jalen Hurts, because it may be a situation with him, with his arm, that he's going to need a procedure done at the end of the year and it, to, to, to truly fix it. We have not seen Jalen Hurts, the September-October quarterback that he was, that was, you know, propelling him to one of the favorites in the MVP award. We have not seen that since, I mean, we're talking about since the injury over a month ago.
2: Well, Dick, there's extra interest here in Australia because of the uh, Jordan-Atlanta situation. He's been playing the game for five years and a remarkable story. He played rugby league out here, was too big to play rugby league and didn't have the fitness required goes over there he trials gets a contract and now he's in an important position for the eagles i mean what a remarkable story and a remarkable athlete this guy is
1: no no question about it and i think it's gonna provide some uh, much more australian interest in the in the football game will it not
2: yes it is it's it certainly is i think that if you supported one of these sides uh, you'll support them but the neutral fan here because yeah. of the fact that Jordan is playing uh, and he's on the news uh, regularly this week. Uh, plenty of people are taking an interest in it and want him to do well.
1: Well, it's almost like the Matthew Delevadova situation when he made the finals, right? And he had that, that amazing playoff
0: run. <laughs> yeah, And uh, annoying LeBron. That was entertaining yeah. to watch. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, you mentioned there's other bets you like. Very interested in them, Dick. What, what are you like then?
1: Yeah, the, uh, some of my favorites. I do like the under uh, better than the side. Um, I think these are the two best pass rushing teams in the NFL. Now, they're good offensive lines, but there will be sacks in this game. There will be, you know, second and longs, third and longs in this football game. And while, you know, the, the public side's usually the overside, I would set this line at about 48 and a half, somewhere in there. I think we're getting a couple of points of value. I got it at 50 and a half yesterday on the, on the underside. I just think this is a game where Philadelphia probably comes out early. They're a very good first-half team. I mean, Philadelphia is always leading at halftime, and usually by, you know, 7 to 10 points. Uh, I think we settle in for kind of a defensive battle in the, in the second half, and, uh, you know, it's, it, both teams finish in kind of the mid-20s. So uh, I think this game ends up in the, in the high 40s for the over-under. As far as individual guys, Isaiah Pacheco is a very interesting player. And I really want to see Andy Reid use him. And sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't out of the backfield. And when he does, he's been very effective. And Pacheco over the last 11 games has averaged almost 70 yards rushing per game. His over-under is 49 half. I don't think the Chiefs can drop back 45 to 50 times and pass and win this game, particularly with the injuries to their wide receivers they're going to have to have somewhat of a balanced offense. And Pacheco is going to have to be that number one guy. So I see Pacheco getting you know, anywhere from 12 to 15 carries, you know, averaging four to five yards a carry. That easily gets you over the 40, uh, 49 and a half. Dick, uh, what about the announcement from Tom Brady? Were you surprised? I was. I was surprised. Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, we've spoken about that numerous times. Prior to the announcement, I thought that he was done with Tampa Bay, mm. but I thought he would land somewhere else, be it San Francisco, be it uh, Las Vegas, you know, moving closer to his uh, West Coast roots. Uh, so, yes, I was very surprised. And I thought actually San Francisco would have been a perfect fit for him because look what they have at quarterback right now. They've got Brock Purdy on the shelf for six months, mm. who started what, four, six or seven football games in his career. And they got Trey Lance on the shelf for at least another three or four months. And he's only started a handful of games. That's all they have at quarterback because they already said they are not re-signing Jimmy Garoppolo. So I thought Brady to the 49ers would be perfect with that defense, with that running game. I would have made San Francisco the favorite to win the Super Bowl going into next year's season had Tom Brady gone to the 49ers.
2: Uh, a coach in demand was Sean Payton, and he's going to the Broncos. Is that a good fit for the Broncos, and in particular Russell Wilson, to work with Payton as head coach?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably the best fit they could have gotten. And boy, they paid for it. I mean, you look at the capital that they have given up for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. We're talking about like four first round picks, three or four second round picks. The money that they paid Russell Wilson, $50 million a year, 18 to $20 million a year for Sean Payton. I mean, they are all in on two guys. If Sean Payton can fix Russell Wilson, now some of Russell Wilson's not fixable, he is just not the athlete he was when he was with the Seahawks. And he will never get that back. And Sean Payton has to know that. So Sean Payton has to turn Russell Wilson into more of a Drew Brees-like quarterback where he, you know, teach him some of Drew Brees' finer points because they're both about the same size. So Peyton Manning, or uh, excuse me, uh, Sean Payton has had a lot of good experience with a shorter quarterback that's extremely accurate and that's what Russell Wilson is.
0: Dick, I'm sure we'll chat before the Super Bowl, mate. Really appreciate your time. Where will you be, by the way, on uh, Super Bowl Sunday?
1: You know, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a big party because we leave on vacation the next day. And so uh, I've been instructed by the wife. We're not going to have a ton of people over. She doesn't want to host. So <laughs> You've been told, Dick. Well, when you
0: host, Dick, you got to clean up the next day.
1: <laughs> exactly. We've got to get out of the house the next day. She so doesn't want to clean up.
0: Good on you, mate. Thanks so much. See you, boys. Dick Fane there, so uh, yeah, the market still. Philadelphia a dollar eighty with tab, Kansas City two dollars. The line is one and a half. Kansas City the plus. Uh, Dick really likes the under on the total points, which is set at 50 fifty and a half at the moment. Uh, the under a dollar ninety five there. Uh, he also really liked Pacheco over in rushing yards, but uh, he's getting different quotes to a tab. That's gone up because that's been well bet. Uh Pacheco, it's, uh, the over-under is 55 and a half. Uh, now, Dick said he was getting it at 48, 49 and a half, but uh, he liked over that. So uh, at 55 and a half, I'll leave it up to you there as to what you want to do with that. But uh, some of Dick's bets heading towards Super Bowl Monday. Also, there is a market in relation to LeBron breaking the all-time scoring records, and you can bet on when it will occur. So they've got the game today. Uh, against Oklahoma City. And uh, as for, yeah, that's $2.30. So he needs 36 points to overtake Kareem Abdul Jabbar. So if you go into the basketball in the NBA menu, and you can find exact date LeBron breaks scoring record. So today against Oklahoma City, $2.30. Or on Friday against Milwaukee, dollar $1.45. And then uh, the other options are 20 to 1 and longer. So uh, the market's saying it'll either be uh, today or Friday. 36 points. Does he hammer it up today And with Josh Giddy, What a moment for Josh Giddy to be able to be there, be there when absolute history is potentially made. Uh, or does it happen Friday against oh, Milwaukee? Geez. Do you wait for Friday? You when, don't, you know, you don't, you wait, up, you don't wait for anything. No, you just <laughs> you, do it when you're mate, you Hey, if, if you've got a chance to score 40 in the match, you score 40 because, to tell you what, you don't know what's coming tomorrow. You might never step foot on that court again tomorrow. If he wants to do it, he'll do it. Exactly right. We'll take the $2.30 today then.
2: Well, I, I think if he goes out there and goes, you know what, I'm going to do it today, I, I think he has shot after shot after shot. <laughs> I, but I, you're not going. To,
0: he's not going to go the – I can't imagine anybody no, would go the on. other way. You score 28 and you go, oh, no, I'm. Just, you know yeah, what, yeah. I'm just, just going to sit – I'll off. just pass now. Mm, yeah, no. Surely nobody in uh, playing sport at the highest level. No, of like, course not. What are his teammates thinking if he, he goes it, and does and that? And I, if he gets I, into the, the fourth that.
2: quarter with five minutes to go and he's – 10 points behind or something like the record. He's on 26 points or 28 points. He'll Don't be, worry. They'll be trying to give him the ball to 100%, shoot. 100%. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to see. Yeah. It. I think it's got to go that way. If anything, it's got to go that way. Yeah. You're giving him the board to try and, try and achieve and record. that record. Because, yeah. again, mate, none of us know what's coming tomorrow. Oh, this is perfect. This game's 2 o'clock tip-off this afternoon, our time. Perfect.